today during Rated RPG. My name is spelled wrong. I'm Jack. Where? It's supposed to be Greg Rom. It's always been spelled that way. <laughs> it's it's Mom's Jeregram. <laughs> I have Jeregram. I thought that that was like a special bugbear pronunciation. I I I never noticed it before. <laughs> Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and bards, <laughs> to rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. I went to um, hell and all I got was this needle point. <laughs> yeah, he was he was the one red cap here that had some sort of spark of something good in him and he was beaten to death. Now he's gone. Brutally yeah. beaten to death. Eventually anyway. I'm gonna go right here in the in the middle of the courtyard, and I'm just gonna yell, "Hey, Grubba!" Oh Jesus! <laughs> that should get his attention. That's a really good idea. All right, Thanks. we'll transition over to you and Aaron. All right, so you walk out into the courtyard and yell, "Hey, Grubba!" And a bunch of the like red caps and mad caps sort of look in your direction. In fact, you're over near where Wasik was just beaten to death. Oh, and so we actually kind of saw what happened. Yeah, you did. You witnessed it. None of the red caps like seem to react to you yelling that, but they notice that you yelled something. And the group that just murdered Wazik runes up to you and is like, "Oh yeah, what do you want? Do you want us to kill Grubba next?" Well, that depends on whether he's willing to uh, make a little deal with us. So, uh, do you know where he is? Ah, uh, nope, nope, don't don't know where he is. Did he crochet too? That's against the rules. Well, I, I can't tell you that, but, um, you know, once I talk to him, I'll get back to you. So point me in the right direction. Where do you think uh, mm. someone like Grubba would be? What was his job here? I'll tell you if you eat my beard hair. And he, like, takes his massive scythe and he chops off about six inches of his beard and holds it up to you in his little grubby hands. Yeah, eat his beard. Eat his beard. Yeah. Fucking no problem. It. I just take it and I... I chew it down and swallow it. <laughs> All right, make a constitution saving throw real quick here, just for fun, just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Good thing you did it, not me, probably. Ten. Ten? All right, so mm -hmm. you you choke the hair down, and it makes you feel a little bit sick. I will say that you're poisoned for the next half an hour. <laughs> Nothing too serious, but it wasn't... Uh, it was not very tasty. Also, Great White Spark says his name, Grubba's name is spelled J-R-U-B-B-A. <laughs> oh, that's, okay, that's hilarious. Great White Spark, you get to pick somebody to get inspiration. That was good. That was nice. I'm glad you guys can give us inspiration since we're not able to get it on our own. I've decided that I kind of like this idea of when chat makes me laugh, they give you guys inspiration. Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah, a great idea. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, you choke down the hair and they all start like laughing hysterically. And uh, one of them says like, oh my God, he did it. He ate the hair. Okay, all right. Uh, hmm. What else can you make him do? Um, mm, let's no, see. no, no. You said you'd tell us where Jay Rubba is. Mm, that's the thing. We don't know. <laughs> and well, they then all... You can't make a deal like that if you're gonna not going to tell us where he is. What else can you give us to make up for your failure to, uh, to, to do the deal? 
The failure to do the deal? What do you think I am? A devil? <laughs> no, sir. I don't give a shit. And roll initiative. Me too? Yeah, just the two of you. <laughs> no, actually, why don't you guys roll initiative too? Just, just so we can have everybody involved. And I'll move you guys over there as well. Wait, yeah. I don't know. I can just select we my suck. guy. Oh, no, shit. Okay, I, I didn't select my guy, so I have to re-roll. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta re-roll. Oh, yeah. No, you don't. Let me select oh. my guy. I forgot to do that as well. Oh, uh, well, you know, I'll just take whatever you rolled, and I'll add you in manually. Of course you will. Do that. Yeah. Denied. Jason, high rolls, baby. What you get? Whoa. I won. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what the hell? Give me... Yay! Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Damn. We in trouble, baby. Azul, you got the point, by the way. Inspiration. I already have it. You already have one? Choose to give it to someone else, then. Race, getting inspiration already? Uh, no, sir. I don't believe so. Nope. You do now. I don't. Uh... It's me and uh, Race don't have it. All right, so as these madcaps spring into violence towards you. You guys really quickly look around the camp and you notice some of the other madcaps and redcaps are watching as well as like that weird Frankenstein's monster guy is lumbering around and he sort of like glances in your direction, but nobody seems to be doing anything about it. Like they just watch as you guys engage in this battle. It's just like a fun thing that happens <laughs> and you know. Should we try to subdue these dudes? Maybe Ray should like sleep these dudes so we don't get into too much trouble. I will seduce the shit out of them if you want. Yeah. Oh, you said subdue. Sub oh, okay. Subdue. Yeah. <laughs> or you can seduce them if that works, you know. <laughs> so one of these madcaps rolled highest initiative. And so what he does to Bobby, uh, who's the one who ate the hair? It was Glubjag? Oh, yeah. So he, he rushes at you, Glubjag and just tries to drop kick you with his heavy iron boots. I need you to make okay. a deck saving throw. All righty. Come on, big fella. All right. You dodge out of the way as this like tiny little gnome <laughs> just like rockets past you and he lands on the ground with such force that it actually sends like shards of like rock up in the air and like dust kind of going <laughs> everywhere. And you realize that that would have hurt like a bitch if that had hit you. But he lands and he turns and he just kind of like giggles and screams at you, but that's his whole turn. This guy runs and does the same thing to Dababi. So Dababi, deck saving throw, please. Uh-oh. All right. Big roll. Yeah, Fuck you bitch. You do the same thing, just kind of dodge out of its way and then race your turn. Yeah, I'll try to, let's, let's do a little intimidation. Uh, I say to those two, hey, look, Guys, you see how your friends aren't going to help you? Do you want to end up like Wazik, just having people put hands and feet over you till you die? I suggest you stop now before we get serious. You couldn't even land a hit on our two largest guys. What are you going to do with the rest of us? And would that be persuasion or? Uh, sounds like you're trying to persuade them. Yeah, so you can you can roll a persuasion check. Not very inspiration? No, it's too late. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you sort of half-heartedly say like, stop it, guys, stop. Come on. <laughs> Come on, guys, stop. Cool, man. <laughs> Not your best work. <laughs> better. But yeah, they don't appear to be moved by your words. They seem to be enjoying themselves far too much. 
Do you want to do anything well, Jake, else? You should you should accuse one of them of crocheting. Ooh, um, why will I do it? That was a that wasn't a bonus action, correct? That was like a regular action. Yeah, that was your action. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm just gonna give the Bobby a bardic inspiration for fuck's sake, and I'm good. Okay. Wait, the Bobby. Oh, and Racy, you have a, an inspiration, by the way. You. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I added it. Okay. All right. Ooh, I should add in Lulu to the initiative. Always forget to do her. All right, well, she rolled nice and low, so that makes sense. With the party. She's actually going last. Okay, Glubjug, your turn. All right, well, I guess I'm going to attack one. I, I will move to subdual damage if it gets close to dead. Sure. That's non-lethal for you folks who weren't around for third edition and before. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll do the one above me there. Sure. Do you whip out Morning's Shaft? I do. And by the way, it, it was pointed out, it, it's actually a bow. We, we made a mistake before. But it's a bow? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but... But you can shoot bows in close quarters without issues because you're cool. I can. I can. Your kind of fighting style. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to get extra damage on this guy, though. All right. So 15 to hit as you fire point blank at this madcap. And he doesn't appear to be wearing much armor, just sort of like tattered like leathers and stuff. So uh -huh. the, the arrow pierces into his body and you deal eight piercing damage, no radiant damage because he is not a fiend or undead. Right. Uh, do you have any extra damage? I know that as a bonus action, you can like add damage and stuff. Are you doing any of that? Yes. I will hunters mark him. All right. Hunters oh, wait, mark that him. makes me lose. That makes me lose protection from good and evil. I will use my, my other ability, okay, which is the ignore damage resistance and do an extra 1d8 force damage. Yes. Yes. Yep. Planar warrior. That's what you're doing. Yeah. All right. So it takes a total now 13 force damage. You know, for a creature this size, this hit, you know, you'd think would, would knock it flat on its ass, but it just sort of like winces in a little bit of pain and then seems to delight in the spurt of blood that just shoots out of the wound and gets all over your clothes. Um, okay, I will attack him again. Okay. All right. Second shot strikes true. Does a little bit less damage, only five damage this time. All righty. But it's and still up. I think I can only use Planar Warrior once per round. Yeah. This one. Okay. I'll just say, you're a tough little bastard. <laughs> Not moving or anything? I guess I don't want to have an attack of opportunity, so no. Okay. Next up, the last madcap. It takes a few steps back and then charges at Dababi and then tries to <laughs> drop kick him, this time aiming directly for his head. Go ahead and make a deck save, Dababi. All right. We'll give Dababi my my personal inspiration so you can roll with inspiration. I've got race's inspiration. Well, this is like full inspiration so this is full inspiration okay. so wow like... what a slander your bard sir <laughs> <laughs> do i get advantage then yes he may also need yours all right so you roll a 14 do you want to spend any bardic inspiration or go with the 14. yeah i'm going to spend the bardic inspiration okay roll the d8 i think it's d8 it takes a village yes yeah, a d8 now yeah baby that's a team we right. oh my oh. 15. I'm um, so inspired. And is this a note of destruction? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, no, wouldn't it? Yeah, it is. All right. So 
You're also going to cause one damage to each of these guys if they fail their saves against it. Note of Destruction is a con save, I feel like. Yeah, con save. So they'll each take one of those. Bam, this is the top one. Actually, yeah, all three of them are have to take this. This is the one on the right. And this is the one on the bottom. Okay. So the one on the right takes one damage and the other two take nothing. Glubjag, you have to make a con save if you fail to take one damage. Wait, I thought he was this guy. No? Oh, is it of the target? Five feet of the target? Not five feet of Dababi from the node? Oh, of I think I think it uh, is the five feet. Of of each creature of your choice that you can see within five feet. Oh, okay. Oh, you choose your choice. Oh, of my choice. Oh, your choice. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't choose Glubjag. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> and the target each creature of your choice you can see within five feet of it. Okay. So Glubjag wasn't Where? even an option. Yeah. Where so, is Lulu? Lulu is back here behind you two. Okay. That's her. Cool. Yeah. All right. So you pass the save and it misses you completely. Now it's your turn to Bobby. Okay. Do I something enjoyable going to do something enjoyable indeed <laughs> i want to i want to cast web but i don't want to get myself in it mm. this is a cube ah yeah you're only gonna be able to hit one of these guys with a cube yeah well i, I can take cube. a he can he can have a attack of opportunity he's not gonna hit me Fuck okay him. so yeah that one to the south swings its sickle at you yeah yeah. 21? Nope, not even close, dipshit. Ah. <laughs> you cool. can't hit me, you idiotic red cap. Kaplow! I hit him with web. Use your ability to give him a plus four. Kidding. Oh, yeah, give him a plus four to yeah. hit me? That would be cool. Yeah. Great idea. <laughs> All right, so web, is that a deck save? And Checking. Checking. Web. 20-foot cube, Checking. and it is a deck save, yeah. All right, top right guy, and then bottom nice. left guy. Okay, this guy fails, this guy succeeds. So this massive carpet of webs just erupts from some, like, tube that you have in your pocket. Splurts all over the ground. One of the red caps is able to nimbly dodge out of the way, but the other one's completely covered in it, sticking him in place. Nice job drawing the web. I hate to interrupt the stream, but I have a situation with my kids that I need to go tend to. My eight-year-old has himself stuck in a swing at the playground across the road, and I need to go get him. Oh, go do it. That makes go sense. Go do it. Emergency. Yeah. All I'm right. Sorry. Any of you can take over for Cosmo. Strength um, check. Pass your strength check. All right, well, what do you think Kosla would do? Because it is his turn now. At some point, he would be a bear, but I feel like this is too early into it for him to change form. Yeah. Um, I mean, he could he could just run up and smack one of the these Lely? guys. With Shillelagh, yeah. We'll just do that. He runs up. He goes up to the already injured one and casts Shillelagh and... Voice, do the voice. Shillelagh! I, I don't know. That's Pablo. That's how I've always heard of him. Sounds very classic uh, It's like Kozlo if he turned into a turkey. <laughs> I hit you with a shillelagh! Oh. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. 
He connects, slaps this guy for five magical bludgeoning damage. And then it's Lulu's turn. Lulu's like, Oh, Lulu! Oh dear, oh no. What's happening? What's happening, y'all? Do, do y'all need my help? Oh, these nasty, nasty fey monsters. Stupid red cats. Oh, I hate them so much. Not as much as I hate them demons and devils, but uh, here, let me let me help you. She she rushes up and smacks the injured red cap that you guys are kind of ganging up on with her tusks. Getting a 22 to hit for three piercing. <laughs> oh, she's so good, but not really. She just gets so lucky. <laughs> Hilarious. All right, this guy, despite being pierced with two arrows, slapped with a shillelagh stick and impaled by elephant tusks, is still alive and still giggling like a maniac. And it's his turn. So, Glubjag, you did the most damage, and you're the one who we went for initially. So he's going to just swing his sickle at you and say... At disadvantage. Oh, uh, right, because you got protection from good and evil, which I have to I have to look at. It protects against Fae? I forget. It doesn't really come up much. Yeah, let me double check that. Uh, protection from evil and good. Oh, yep, Fae. Aberrations, Celestials, Elementals, Fae, Fiends, and Undead. Nice. All right, disadvantage on the attack. He swings this sickle with an unnatural speed. It's like a blur as it's coming at you. And you have to, you know, actually actively try to dodge it because you know that if it, if it connects, it's, it would do a lot of damage. So it actually gets three attacks. Here we go. All with disadvantage. So first one, wow. natural one then a 12, and then a 21. 21 hits. So despite your magic protecting you from it, it does manage to connect one time for 11 slashing. And I need to make a concentration check? You do. DC 10. Which which uh, is what again? It's a constitution saving throw. Constitution, all right. Yeah. Nope. Ooh. All right. Yeah, as its, as its sickle breaks through your magical defenses and actually cuts a slice out of your belly, you suddenly, the pain shoots through your mind and you forget to continually sort of chant the words to the spell in your mind and it fades away. The That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Well, now, yeah. you can, now you can Hunter's Mark without any problems. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the next madcap goes. This is the one that isn't stuck in the web. So I feel like it's difficult terrain in the web, even if you aren't stuck in it. So he's going to use, you know, extra movement to get out over here. And then, boy, howdy, I was going to attack he has you, a depth of five feet, so, like, he's kind of, like, covered in it, right? Well, so passing the save means that he's avoided getting caught in it mainly. So it didn't cover him, but it's still all over his feet. So that slows him down. I think next level, by the way, difficult train no longer affects me. That's cool. Yeah. Let me just read web real quick. Any creature that starts its turn in the webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dex saving throw. Okay, so that's interesting. <laughs> it didn't even need to make the save before. It should have made the save now. But we're just going to use the saves they already rolled. And they're restrained if they fail to save. That's nasty. Yeah, so then they okay. have to make a strength check. Yeah. All right. So this guy walks out of the web and will attack Glubjeg, 
who is no longer protected from his spell. So three attacks. Yikes! First one misses, second one crits, and the third one hits for a total of 18 plus 9, so 27? 27. I have nine hit points left, ladies and gentlemen. That came out of nowhere fast. All right. It's time to get serious. We could, like, play around. <laughs> yeah. Is your boy okay? Jason? Yeah, so he's a big kid, uh -huh. and he got in one of those little toddler swings. And, uh, like, our babysitter lacked the upper body strength to lift him out because he's, like, 100 pounds. And so, <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. All right. What you missed, Coslo, you ran up, you shillelied one. It's getting pretty low. And then they got their turns again, and they sliced and diced Glubjeg. He's down to nine sure. hit points. Well, and he's lost his protection from good and evil as well. It's well so. Race, your turn. Oh, uh, you know what I want to do? Pull out my flute and I say, Arise, metallic chicken! And then I cast animating performance and created me a chicken of a large size. All right, so you're going to animate the chicken. Let me just double check, because I know, I know you can animate objects that already exist, but are you trying to also create the chicken? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create the chicken with one of my third level spell slots. Then I'm going to animate it for free. Oh, okay. There's an action channel. So use performance of creation to create the chicken, which is an action. And then animating performance as an action. You can target a larger, smaller, non-magical item you can see and animate it. So I, I don't think you can combine those in one action. That is fair enough. That would be a little bit ridiculous, but... Uh, hmm. you, however, there is a number of... There's a whole bunch of junk around. The place is, is literally junk. a junkyard that you're in. So you can, if, if you just want a large object, you can turn and point at this large pile of metal and then just be like, animating performance! And suddenly it's this floating pile of metal that slams into things and does your bidding. Floating pile of metal! Get busy, baby! <laughs> 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 All right. So the flying pile of metal bursts out of the ground, sending debris and, and sand everywhere. And there was actually one of the imps was sitting on it and sort of like squawks and, and screams as it gets launched into the air. And the pile of metal starts like rotating and combining into vaguely the form of a chicken and it flies over to assist you in combat. It is a dancing object is what it's called. And I believe it goes right after you, right? Yes, it does. All right, so I'll say it's, it's over there. That's where you animated it. And I have to use my bonus action to tell it to attack, otherwise it'll just dodge, so I'll do that. Okay. Then let me add it into the initiative, so I don't forget about it. Okay, so it apparently has a HP equal 10 plus 5 times your bard level. Holy crap. That's a lot of HP. Is that 45? I'm terrible with quick math, but... Something like that. And then once it's bonus to hit... It uses your spell attack modifier to hit, and it does okay. a d10 plus your charisma modifier force damage. And it only has one attack. Okay, cool. And it has a movement speed of 40 feet flying. So you tell it to attack. 
So what it does is, as soon as it gets its turn, it flies over. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Gets there. And it slams itself into the wounded red cap. Go ahead and roll a d20. Dion. Yes, sir. Go down. Skadoosh! Skadoosh. Uh, 17 on the die. That's definitely going to hit. Roll a d10. Boom, 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 boom. Big nuts. Hey, plus your charisma modifier, which is plus four, actually, sir. So that is 10 points of damage. All right. You think one more hit like that, and this red cap is going to be dead. He's on the ropes. Not only that, but you force everyone around it to start dancing. (laughs) So at the... (laughs) At the beginning of Glubjeg's turn, Glubjeg, you begin to sort of do a little jig that you can't stop yourself from doing, but it's nice because it speeds you up. You have a 10-foot speed increase. Does it prevent me from doing anything else? Nope. You just got a okay. boogie in the butt, man. That's all. It, all right. It prevents you from frowning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My turn? Yes. For the first time ever, I'm going to use my new ability of Ethereal Step. Ooh. And I'm going to walk through the ethereal plane up to uh, the top of this heap, top of this finger. The top of the heap? Wow. Holy crap. So ethereal step, I just want to read real quick. As a bonus action, you cast etherealness spell. The spell ends at the end of your current turn. So the etherealness spell allows you to step into the ethereal plane where you can't be affected by anything on the material plane. Right. Unless it also can uh, be in the ethereal. But yeah. that is a hell of a good way to get out of this type of situation. Bravo. Yeah, cool. Then I'm gonna pop back into the plane and shoot some arrows down at this bitch. Yeah. Okay, so I, I don't know if you can do that. Let's see. It's possible it's you can. It's a bonus action. Is I it? think it's a bonus action. So it's, it's a bonus action. It's a bonus use, action. It's a bonus action to use etherealness. And then it says that at the end of your turn, the etherealness ends. And when you're in the ethereal plane, you can't affect anything in the material plane. Okay. So I don't, I don't have control over when it ends. Is let that see, right? Let me see if you can control it. it lasts up to eight hours. Living um, in the material plane. Ethereal! <laughs> Yeah, the question is, can you just end concentration on it? Because that would be what you would do. You just end concentration on it. Yeah. Let me just look this up because this is going to come and this is going to come into play a lot, and it makes a big yeah. deal. Is etherealness concentration? That's the real question. Is yeah, I've always wondered. It, it isn't, but it. I mean, like the the duration of my special ability is different than the duration of the etherealness spell. Yeah, your etherealness ends at the end of your turn. Well, it says up to eight hours, but it doesn't say concentration. Yeah, here's the thing. Etherealness lasts for eight hours and doesn't require concentration. What ends it, I'm wondering, normally, other than the eight hours? Oh, you can use your action to dismiss the spell. Okay. Got it. I still wouldn't be able to attack then, so. Correct. I guess I'll just hang out there and then pop back in at the end of my turn. Yeah. It's a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's not supposed yeah. to be an offensive tool. But right. you get out of there, you're safe, you're on top of a hill, so you have really good angles now, and you're good to go. Um, All right. 
Madcap turn. This is the one that is restrained inside the webbing. Yeah. It's going to attempt to break free. And you said that's a strength check? I was going to say that's like it. Okay. It got a 15. I don't know if that's good enough. Is it? What is your spell saving throw DC race? The roast? No, not race. Uh, no, the Bobby. Me. Spell saving throw DC. Blip, blap, blurp. Where is that? Blurp. Blip, blap, blurp. Yeah. Oh, uh, 15. Fuck. Mm. All right. Well, it uses its action to do this, so it's not going to get a chance to attack. But not. The tiny little gnomish guy, you don't even see him because he's covered in like all sorts of webbing. And you're about to turn your back to him to turn your attention towards this other madcap when all of a sudden you hear a and it just like jumps up with its fist in the air and just bursts out of the webbing and lands on the ground next to you outside of the web. To Bobby, your turn. All right, well, I have a little surprise for him after he jumps out. I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of him with my <laughs> wrench. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's see. Was there anything else I was going to do? No, that's pretty much it. I scream for Wesik! And I wrench him twice. Wow, damn! Yeah, that's right, scum. They're coming, baby. Saved my good rolls for this. Hell yeah, you did. All right, yeah, you, you beat him senseless. He's still alive. He has about half of his health left after your brutal beating. And he spits out one of his teeth, and he's like, Is that all you got? Oh, yeah, I could use that tooth. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe it is the tooth. Maybe he's keeping it in his, his mouth this whole time. I'll pick it up after this battle's over, if I live. After you, unless you want to move. Um, nope, I just got the... I, I already did the 10 hit points, so I'm good. All right, Coslo, you turn. Everybody's doing the... The, the, the ethereal dance moves. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna smack this little guy in front of me here. This little buddy. Yeah, he's very injured. I'm gonna whack him in the face with my shillelagh. Okay. Now, oh, Kozlo, what's gonna do to him? Yeah. What what kind of a battle cry do you make, Kozlo? Because when Emery did Kozlo's <laughs> battle cry, it was unexpected. <laughs> yeah. It was we'll, unique. We'll see how accurate I was. Uh. <laughs> Right, close. Show him what you did, Emery. So, yeah, your battle cry when I played you was, Shoo-ly! Oh, that's <laughs> nice. I might take that for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I smack him with the shillelagh. Does that kill him? Five damage. Unfortunately, it does not. What the hell, guys? I'm going to spend a key point. I hit him with a couple of unarmed strikes. A flurry of blows. I'm going to hit him with flurry of blows. I forgot to do an unarmed strike for you. Do okay. Do a free unarmed well, strike okay. right now. We'll see if you kill him. This is from last turn. Okay, you missed. So. Okay. Here's two more. That hits and kills him. Oh. oh. All right. Well, What's get... the reaction of the other red cats? They barely seem to notice or care. Well, I still have one more unarmed strike left. Yes, you do. So I'm going to step to this one down here. And okay. I'm going to punch him in the fucking face. Sounds good. Oh, ah. swing and a miss. All right, well, okay. Coslo does finish off one of the red caps. The, the aggressor, the one who appeared to be like the leader of the pack, who had chopped off his own beard and 
Fed it to Glovejag. No, I still want to continue my movement, though. I'll go for it. Even if I get an attack of opportunity, it's still okay. Oh, shit. I, okay. That's fine. He's right at extra 10, so. Oh, yeah. These red cats must really hate their job. They'd rather die. Does a 15 hit you? It does not. All right. Wicked sickle. It comes inches away from slicing you, but misses. And you retreat to a safe distance. All right, Lulu. Oh, dear. I don't want to be the only thing fighting this this thing. I'm going to I'm going to disengage. She uh Oh, Lulu, I'm I'm over here. Don't worry. I got you covered, honey. Yeah, but but this thing is is right. It's it's up in my face. I'm 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 going to get out of here. She disengages and flies away and hides behind we'll Coslo. Then the madcap. Oh, well. You're right. It's just him. It's just him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop kick him. That seemed to, that seemed to never succeed. So let's try it again. <laughs> he runs up and drop kicks you. Deck save. A dick save. Right. Right. Dick save. Schaefer's New Zealand style dick sealant. The best way to take care of your dick in three easy steps. First, wash your dick with soap and water. Right. Thirteen. Thirteen is it? I believe that. Did that do it before? I can't remember. Oh, I Let me check know. the rolls. I think it was enough. I'll take it. Take it. All right. Yeah. So you you sort of brace yourself. You consider using your tactical genius to grant yourself just a little bit of an edge here, but you you reason, nah, man, I need that later. And as you're sort of deciding whether or not to do that, a pair of heavy iron boots smash into your chest and knock the wind out of you. You fall prone and take some damage. 3d10 plus four. There we go. Uh, 25 bludgeoning damage. Wow. It finally worked. Uh, now, yeah, you know, it's a good experience to have. <laughs> this madcap is now kind of standing on your chest, raising its sickle above its head, ready to plunge it into you, screaming gleefully. Race, your turn. Boys. Hey, hey, the Bobby, are you going to be okay for like a second? Or would you like to be healed right quick, just a little bit? No, I'll be fine. Just go ahead and kill these fuckers, please. Okay, let's move the motherfucker ass. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on Ooh. the one closest to the dancing item because these motherfuckers is crazy so i can't imagine they got too strong a grasp on their minds i have to remember that our party defeats people by leaving me to get killed by them and then running away and hiding well, i think the definition of leaving you is a little skewed i mean moving to an advantageous position is not leaving yes. <laughs> where they can drop kick you more easily that's good <laughs> I, I haven't moved at all. I'm always in the back kind and talking shit. So uh, I'm just going to say, hey, yo, you red cap. First off, I walk in here and I'm the biggest little nigga in the house. That's right. You're smaller than me. I'm going to put these nuts on your head. Go for the goo. And then I pass. Yes. Thank goodness her parents aren't here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So that is uh, what kind of save? Wisdom, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I do one, three, sixes. Ooh, it's yeah, you dumb as hell, boy. You dumb as hell, boy. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Three D sixes. Hit him for something real. 
Ooh. Oh, the 12. That's fine. We'll take it. Now, is this on the more injured one or the one that's standing on top of Dababi? Oh, uh, whoever's more injured. That just makes more sense. Thank you, sir. Sure, sure. Yeah, let's chip. Yeah, yeah. All right, 12 damage. Yeah, this one's looking pretty weakened now as well. And it appears to be sort of like confused and frightened by your words and is looking around frantically for a place to flee to. I think Dissonant Whispers happens in its turn or something. Let's see. Uh, it must immediately use its reaction to move as far away as possible. Okay, so it will move 25 feet. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. This provokes, actually it moves less than that because your dancing item reduces its speed. So it moves 15 feet. This provokes an attack of opportunity from the Bobby, if you wish. Does it? Yep. Even when I'm prone? Yeah, you have disadvantage on the attack roll though. Well, you're prone. Okay, cool. 11 okay. will miss. Oh. oh, disadvantage. Yeah. I saw that 25 and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then race, are you doing anything else? Yep, bonus action to the dancing item, and then we're going to have the dancing item chase after the one that just left. We're going to try to finish him off. Okay, sounds good. Dancing item pursues, and we'll get there, and then we'll provoke an attack from this madcap who just went, so it has its reaction back. It's going to swing its sickle at your pile of floating iron. It hits and deals nine damage. What's five times seven, everybody? 40? 35. 35. So it's got 45 hit points total. And then minus. Now it's got 36. Yeah, 36. Oh, sweat. It ain't no thing. Now, and... roll a d20, Dion. Big 20! <laughs> Ooh. Um... <laughs> but your bonus is plus seven, so that's actually a 16. Yeah. Does that hit? It does. It hits. Roll a d10. Ooh. Drop him on his head. Motherf- plus four, so it's a six. Plus six. All right. That is a very close to dead red cap, but it's still alive. Glubjeg, you have two targets. One nearly dead red cap and one very much full health red cap that is about to impale to Bobby's prone body. All right. Well, I'm going to count on the chicken to finish that one off. So I'm going to hunter's mark this guy. Okay. And bring out morning shaft. Morning shaft. All right, a uh, 15 will hit. All right, that would be 10 damage plus... Three, okay. 13 damage for the first attack. And attack number two. Ooh, nice hit. Another 11. 11. Wow, devastating. With, with a single volley, you bring this guy down below half health. He is yeah. very injured. Sweet, bitch. <laughs> All right, I'm staying here. Sounds good. All right, this madcap that the dancing item is fighting snaps out of it and turns and faces the dancing item and gleefully begins slashing at it with its sickle. Three attacks at the dancing item. Ooh, ooh only one hits for only seven points of damage. Aha! Only nine left, baby. Get off me. I think it's still afraid of that chicken. <laughs> All right, Bobby, you're prone. It's your turn, though. All right. I'm going to... What kind of check am I doing to get up? Half movement. Yep, it's easy. Oh, so it's easy. Okay, good. I don't have to do check. Nice. Cool. So I'm just going to get up, 
And then I'm going to pound him twice. Yeah. Bring him to Pound Town. Ground and pound. Oh. <laughs> Are you mad? Oh. 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 Damn! Somebody was pissed. Whew. Yeah. All right. Well, with those two hits, you pummel him into paste, and he is dead. <laughs> Me and you finished him off. Yeah. Right. Go team. I say for Wesik before I murder him. <laughs> For Grubba! Awesome. Well, we don't know if Grubba's any good yet. That's true. That's, he he no, could Wesic, already died. We don't Wesic, know who he is. Wesik had one unique personality trait, and he was snuffed out because of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this other guy's still alive, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Not for long. <laughs> These, the last oh, guy... Um, what? Wait. Go ahead. Do I still have the movement? Yeah. Enough to get over by him? Definitely. Great. So he can't dropkick me. <laughs> Coslo, your turn. All right, I'm going to move 35 feet there, and then I'm going to use Thorn Whip to whip that little guy. And that, yeah. that should pull him 10 feet closer to me, in addition to causing him some damage. Let me just make sure my Thorn Whip is, yep, 2d6, okay. All right, 13 to hit. Is that going to be enough? Yes, it is. Awesome. And... Pull him closer to me. Okay. Did you just say quantum? Quantum! <laughs> so you lash out with this whip made out of magical thorns that just appears branching out of your little twig, and it wraps around this red cap and sort of like squeezes tightly with like the little piercing thorns puncturing his skin. And he shoots towards you at a tremendous speed and is deposited dead at your feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! point to beat him to death. I've already killed him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Don't have to spend that key point. Oh, man. All right. Nice job, guys. You've defeated the Red Caps and everybody else around just sort of like has been sort of cheering on this event. Many of them seem very excited. They were very bored up until this point. And I yell, now do you know where Grubba is? They all say, I'm Grubba. No, I'm Grubba. I'm Grubba. This one over here is Grubba! Man, these guys are very bored. Grubba, please. <laughs> I pick up that tooth that the guy spit out. Uh-huh. And I, I'm going to walk over to, uh, man. Dalton? Man it wasn't Dalton. Bruno? No, man, Mandy. Ma Mandy? Who's Barnabas? Bar Barnabas. Barnabas. <laughs> Barnabas, yes. And see, uh, and say, hey, I found a tooth. Will this one work? He looks at it. He's like... Is is this a madcap tooth? Yeah, it's fresh fresh from the madcap. You Oh, I get it. You're joking. Ha, good one. Now go get my tooth. Well, we can't find this grubba. They all say they're grubba, so I don't know how we're going to find grubba. Hmm. Perhaps you should be doing something a little bit more subtle. Uh, <laughs> I'm not able to do that. Everyone that I hang out with is a dipshit. <laughs> Use your thinking brain if you have one in there. Okay. All right, I'll try to do that. All right. He hustles away in a huff. So, yes, it seems like directly confronting these madcaps isn't really going to get you anywhere when it comes to getting this tooth from Grubba. So I'm going to go over here and uh -huh. ask the Kenku if he knows where Grubba is. 
God, I wish I had written down all the things that you said. <laughs> <laughs> I just work here. So you don't know? I'm a doctor, Jim. <laughs> oh, where'd you hear that one? <laughs> <laughs> I say to the other guys, you know, there's a whole, probably a whole bunch of those red cap guys on the other side of this scrappy. Yeah, they're they're everywhere. There's tons of them. Like, you just fought three of them, and it was somewhat of a tough fight. There's like 90 of these guys in here. Yeah. Oh, grubba. Oh, wait. Yeah. I, I come uh, over okay. and, and talk to Race. Like, uh, can you try to fool them into some kind of prize? Grubba wins some kind of prize. Well, but they all say they're grubba. Yeah, but maybe they won't. Well, only Grubba, the true Grubba, will have the tooth we're looking for. Okay, I'll oh, trade. Actually, actually, you know, we should have a contest, and we can award the winner who brings us the tooth will get a prize. And the prize can be one of the crocheted wasics, and they're very rare now. I like Van Gogh's. There's only a few left, so. Um, <laughs> I, I walk on top of a, a to the, the group and say, Hear ye! I'm glad you've liked our entertainment so far! The next entertaining... I don't remember words. Anyways, I'm thinking out loud! Listen, guys! We are looking for a man who is craftier than all the other madcaps. If anyone can show us a tooth, not from their own face, but of a magical dead guy's head variety, I will give you one of the most rare, one of the most brilliant pieces of crocheted bullshit Wasik had, and look, there's not gonna be any more. You killed the guy. I know you want it. You can pee on it. You can laugh at it. You can beat someone else to death with it. What do you say? Then I jazz hands out of there. All right. Uh... We better hope they don't all run for the skull. It's Mention Grubba. Mention the fact that Grubba has the tooth. True Grubba out there. I don't care if Grubba is the one who brings it to us, but whoever does, <laughs> they will get the prize. So Grubba, if you don't want your friends to murder you, hint, hint. Okay. Make me a performance check. That's a thing, right? Yeah, because what you're doing is you're trying to grab the attention of a large group of them and sort of like entertain them. Yeah, performance check. I do have inspiration. Should I use it for this, guys? Oh, he also has a dancing item, like, you know, floating around next to him. That's got to be yeah. somewhat, somewhat interesting, right? Jazz <laughs> With inspiration, no! All right, you use your inspiration for this? Fuck it. We need this, man. I, I don't yeah. know what we're doing. I'm just floundering. So, okay. Yeah. All right, so you actually using your dancing item as a way to sort of fly around and, and make it so that everybody can see you. You actually managed to gather up a pretty sizable crowd of these red caps and mad caps. What you first start doing is you start trying to gather an audience. And then once you've gathered up a large group of them, then you start saying, I'm gonna have a contest. The first one to bring a tooth from the Flame Skull Barnabas uh, wins a great prize. And you know, uh, uh, Grubber's the one who has it or whatever this fucking name is, I almost forget it. And as you're doing this, I want everyone else, anyone who's not race to make a Perception check. You guys are so perceptive, I believe in you. Well, I've got a 21 for a passive. For a passive? Okay. Yeah. Yes! Wow, that's a good roll for me. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
I rolled the crit minus one. All right. So, Aaron, you, uh, uh, Dababi notices a red cap amongst the crowd. Do something a little odd. You notice that it takes a pouch, a like grubby leather pouch, out of one of its pockets and sort of passes it. A grubba. A grubba pouch. A grubby pouch. And passes it to a different red cap who grabs it. It's kind of like they're doing like a drug deal. You know what I mean? Like, don't want anybody to see this. Passes this pouch to another one who then stuffs it inside of his tattered clothing. And you notice the same thing, Coslo. Oh, these uh, guys are trying to keep this tooth away from us. I approach them. All right, so you approach right as Race is sort of finishing his presentation. And uh, a number of the red caps are all shouting like, I'll bring you a tooth! Hell yeah! Yo, yeah, I don't even care what the prize is! And the other one's like, can I, can I have one of your, your feet? You have great feet, I just want one! Even a toe, that, that's what my prize should be! And they all start yelling and, and debating over what the prize should be. And then Costello, you approach at this point. Approach them, and I say, I saw you, hand the little bag over there. I bet this got a tooth in it, you win a big prize. If you hand it over, it's gonna be good. You you can wipe your ass with the remnants of Wazik's artwork. He, uh, he looks up at you and says, with the, the straightest face that you've ever seen on one of these guys, I have no idea what you're talking about. Make an inside check. Okay, this is gonna try to incite, incite a riot or something here. All right. Even with a very, very bad roll, I rolled a one. You can tell that he is lying <laughs> when he says, I have no idea what you're talking about. And this this is the one that you saw take the bag, right? Yep. But even, okay. even apparently your promise is not enough to persuade him. He, he seems pretty attached to this bag and this tooth. I think Royce has got to try his hand at convincing this dude. Oh, this guy's got it. <laughs> They swim down my metal beast of murder and mayhem and float over there. And then I say, uh, hey, buddy, guess what? You and me, we're about to make a deal. Here's why we're about to make a deal. I know you have it. I don't even care why you have it, but you want this prize. Listen, you hated Wasik. No one really liked Wasik. He was a weird theater nerd, man. Who wants to crochet when you could be making people lick dicks? I know, it's hilarious. How about this? I'll give you this. It's in my hand, same time, man. Keep it on the low. Make eye contact. What do you say? And then... All right, make, make a persuasion, Jack. I'm gonna add a plus four to that. Oh, dang, 18. Yep. All the other red caps that are in this crowd sort of turn and look at the one red cap that you guys are sort of like talking to and, and hounding about this tooth. And he, you see like sweat pouring down his uh, forehead sweat mixed with the blood that his red hat is soaked in. And he sort of shakily puts his hand into his clothing and pulls out the pouch and says, what's the prize? This crochet Same thing? Same time, man. Same time, man. Stop asking the questions, man. The cops is around the corner. Same time. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, wait. And we will piss and vomit on those corpses over there. Yeah, definitely. We are all very down to piss and poop wherever you need. All the other red caps are just like shaking their heads at this one who's like obviously terrified as he's holding up the pouch. And he's like, here you go. 
Take it, take it. And as, then I fly up in the sky. As soon as you grab the tooth, all the other red caps pile on the one that gave it to you and just beat him <laughs> to death. Yeah. And they're like, the lucky charm, you idiot. Ah, how dare you? And uh, <laughs> all that's left after him, they beat him to death even faster than the other one. So. A lot of, oof. <laughs> I toss it over to my homie to buy because he started this. Thanks. Uh, all right, let's get, a, let's get away from those guys before they start yeah. getting uh, rebellious like the other ones did. <laughs> <laughs> you move away from them as they're beating that one down and try to get uh, you know out of their sight so they forget about us. I like how these guys are truly insane. Yeah. <laughs> I like how I gave you the I'll hint of them. be subtle, guys. Try to be subtle, and your answer was to gather up all of them and do a loud presentation. Yeah, <laughs> the least like... subtle possible route, I think. Yep. Well, uh, you know that one was that was a little bit more subtle than before, I think. <laughs> just not just, much just because it's funny what 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 happened is that they all all the red caps in this place believe that it's a lucky charm and so they've all been passing this tooth between each <laughs> other because they don't want barnabas to ever get it back because they all believe it's lucky but you persuaded him so hard that despite all the peer pressure he decided to give it up in front of all of his friends who then beat the shit out of him and killed him <laughs> so so that's how that went down but you could have stolen it from him when he wasn't looking that's that's the like the subtle way live. to do it yeah you know what this way worked we're good <laughs> it's true who cares who cares about them they're just stupid crazy evil gnomes yeah it was just a little scary them all grouped up again yeah yeah uh, oh by the way can i get some healing <laughs> so wait oh glove check too um all right let me go get a healing word cracked up i can hit him with the cure wounds Right on. Right on. How many hit points do you have left, Bobby? Got more than you. Well, uh, what if we took a short rest and you use some uh, heal up that way? Hit dice? That's not a bad idea. Yeah. All right. First, I'm going to give the tooth back to Barnabas. Okay. Barnabas, after much uh, personal risk to myself, I retrieved your tooth in the least subtle way I could think of. <laughs> Well, who cares? As long as you got the job done. Thank you, my friend. You are quite industrious. He spits out the rock that he's been using as a tooth and opens up his jaw expectantly. Slap it sure. in. All right. So, yep. Yeah, you shove the tooth back in and Barnabas says, All right. I will put in a good word with Mad Maggie. You have my word. And he flies off. So. All right. Thanks, Barnabas. So far, you've helped Clonk and Chucka and Barnabas. And Imp the Imps. Yeah, I mean, the guy they wanted dead is dead. So. <laughs> yeah, but we should go back and talk to them again. They flew away, I thought. They're, they're that, was around. The, that was the okay. most dangerous dentistry I've ever performed. <laughs> uh, I want to go search the areas where the red caps are that we killed. I picked up that one tooth, but I hear tell there might be other tooths that they drop or something. Yeah, so you go over to where the red caps were killed, and you notice that they are their bodies are not there anymore. They shortly after death, their bodies just disappear. And why don't you guys make uh, nature checks or religion checks? Great, but let's mix it up with we'll religion. Well, I got the word in me. I got it. Oh yeah, you do. All right, so this is Dababi and Glovejag. You guys 
both are experienced enough um, to know that outsiders, creatures native to like the Feywild and Hell and the Celestial Realms and all that, and Elementals too, when they're killed on a plane that's not their own native plane, they do not permanently die. They can go back to their home and then sort of recorporate. So since these things are originally from the Feywild, apparently they do not uh, permanently die when they die here, which might explain why they're so reckless with their lives. But yeah. yeah. You guys, you know what this means? This means that Wezek is still alive. Wherever he is, he's out there. He can yeah, somewhere. Making yeah. beautiful needle points. Mm-hmm. But let's not tell that to the imps. No. But no, certainly not. As, as yeah, an extension, yeah. by the way, that does mean that any devil will permanently die if they're killed here. So Ooh. that's why devils are a little bit more cautious, well, a lot of bit more cautious, actually, with their own lives while they're here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, cool. So where are those where do those birds go? You see them both chatting on a pile of rubble. Uh, go over there to them. Yeah, yeah, likewise. Yeah. Pins and needles. Hey, uh, so we saw that you, uh, you ended up off in Wazik. Well, kind of indirectly. We didn't kill him. Well, he's dead, so that's good. Yep. So you say you didn't have anything to do with that? Well, listen, our hands are clean, but our feet are dirty if you catch my drift. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you kicked him to death. (laughs) Yeah. So what are you going to do for us now? Yeah, we was, you know, a little quid pro bro. Yeah, well, you know, what I'll say is that... uh, Mad Maggie, she's gonna hear from us that you're to be trusted. Hey, that's my guy, Pins. Yeah. Uh, let me do a complicated handshake. You do good by us. You do good by Maggie. Mm. I'm glad that such a group of unscrupulous ne'er do wells showed up, and not a bunch of fancy goody two shoes. And they kind of look over in Lulu's direction, and she. So far, she's actually been getting in a worse and worse mood as you guys have been doing this. She doesn't really enjoy interacting with any of these people. You know, upon seeing sort of your helping these evil fiends and whatnot, she's starting to get a little bit pissed, but she's not really doing much to, to you know, stop you. Well, you know, we tend to do what we have to do. I like- Everything we're doing here is for you, Lou. Great White Spark says that when red caps die, they disappear and leave behind a single tooth, which I didn't know. That's really funny. So if you guys want to collect four teeth, then four red yeah, caps. I'm going to collect. I'm going to take all those teeth. And the, I, I had one t- tooth already because he uh, guy knocked one out of his mouth. <laughs> oh, that's so that means true. I have five teeth. <laughs> all right. You got five red cap teeth. There you go. I started a new collection, guys. Excellent. Awesome. But yeah, you're right. It is five man flesh. So actually it would be six because you knocked out a tooth of one earlier. So 60. Yes. Okay. Do you guys want to do your short rest now? Sure. Okay. While I'm uh, resting, I'm going to find, like take a, you know, like a thread from my garment or something and like rig up a necklace out of the six red cap teeth and wear it around my neck. Okay. Nice. So the red capsule get the message. If you fuck with me, I'm gonna take one of your teeth. You'll I'm, end up. You'll end up a message. necklace. Coslo is is not in need of a short rest, so I'm not Likewise. going to take a short rest. Okay. 
gonna utilize that when I have need for it. All right, so Dababi and Glubjeg can take their rest while uh, Koslo and Race continue to sort of like take in the sights and scents of this place. We'll have a look around, just see what's good. Uh... All right. Well, Any uh, hit dice to get back in a long rest? Half yeah, of your total. Like, would I be back up to full hit dice now because we of our traveling before or whatever? How many Welcome hit dice back. are? Okay. Was that five? I guess. You were at five before? Yeah. Yeah. Out of seven. Five out of seven, and then you did a long rest, so yeah, you'd be at full. Okay, good. All right. So it doesn't take long for Race and Coslo to notice something else interesting happening here. So about 20 minutes pass, things have calmed down a lot. There is this, you know, huge sort of like uproar and everything with all the red caps getting really excited. And it seems like you have really improved a lot of the morale around here by your antics. But after about 20 minutes, things kind of start returning to normal as they realize that you guys aren't going to be doing anything more entertaining for now. You're just kind of sitting there. And so they start going back and dispersing to whatever they were doing before. And that's when you notice a group of madcaps and redcaps shouting some sort of like chant or like singing a song. They're very atonal, like they are terrible singers, but they're all shouting something. They're saying like, do the Mickey. <laughs> and they're walking in like this circle around this fiendish Frankenstein's monster creature that is just sort of lumbering around with its like horrible gait. Uh, you know, it's got this limp where it's dragging one of its feet uh, and all the red caps around it are like imitating its walk and laughing at it and like throwing rocks at it and being like, do the Mickey! Do, 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 do. <laughs> and why don't you make an insight check, you and Race? Oh man, my favorite check to make, baby. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, come on. Oh my God. Oh, oh, I don't need to, but just for the exercise. Yep, that seems right. All right, so Race, you don't realize this. You just are judging them based on their like terrible singing and dancing skills. But Coslo, you watch this and I don't know if, is Coslo a father? He doesn't have any kids, does he? No. Was Coslo, would you say Coslo was bullied much when he was younger? Oh, he was kept in captivity by some, was it an orc and some, like like a, a war band? Like okay. captured when he, yeah, so yeah, he's had, he's had some pretty horrible experiences in his youth. So what this reminds you of is when you were young, the orcs didn't really do much to you, but it, but they would have some goblins that were sort of like attached to the war band. They would, they would mostly use as like slaves and whatnot. But occasionally whenever the goblins had free time, they would come over to your cage that you were in and they would start like poking you with sticks and like making fun of you and just generally being bullies. And there's like a part of your, the good heart inside of you that feels bad for this monster made out of devil parts, as you realize that he is in pain, he is in physical pain as he's like lumbering around and they're just making fun of him. And he doesn't seem able or willing to like lash out at them. And he's just kind of taking it. Aww. Okay, so you also learn 
that there clearly is something that is hurting his foot as you're watching him walking around. Can I get near him? Yeah, absolutely. Without the other, without the red caps and mad caps? Well, I mean, they're, they're like dancing in circles around him, but, you know, they're not like threatening. Okay. I'm going to uh, approach sure. Mickey. Mickey sees you approach and uh, stops and all the uh, red caps continue to sort of dance around and sing their vile song, but you, they let you through. And so now you're standing in front of Mickey. I turn and I look at all the little red caps and I yell as loud as I can, get the fuck out of here! Make an intimidate check. I'll give you advantage too, because they saw you and the others kill them. Oh, nice! Yeah! So I was, like, for advantage. I was like, this is where Jason dies, but maybe he won't. <laughs> so you actually managed to conjure up a very powerful and, and intimidating shout. Perhaps it's because, you know, this is coming from the good part of you that is actually trying to do some good around here. And the red caps all just collectively go like, ah, you're no fun. We were just doing the Mickey. Ah, fuck you. And they like hold up their grubby, <laughs> stunted little middle fingers, and then they trudge away. So now you're left alone with Mickey. I, I, I say, you, you're hurting in your foot. Let me see your foot, honey. Let's see what languages it understands. Oh, okay. It actually nods when uh, you say that, and it lifts its one foot up. And you see that there in the bottom of it is a very large piece of bone that is just jammed into its foot, like a massive splinter. Oh, you got this splinter in your foot. You're gonna hurt for a second. I'm gonna pull it out, okay? You just bear down. So you, you, you look at the splinter and you realize that it's going to take a certain amount of medical skill to get this out without potentially hurting and in maybe even enraging this Frankenstein's monster motherfucker. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Uh, Can I try to sing it a song to pacify it while he's trying to pull it out? I don't know if that'll help. It's very good, very good idea. All right. Sing sure. that song by Tony Basil. Oh, the Tony Basil, the Great Warrior. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> baby, I know it hurts, but I want to let you know Cosmos touched so many toes. And when he on that ass, nobody can laugh. Oh, cool, Cosmos got that grip. He swings that dick. Oh, I just want to touch you. <laughs> says Mickey as he sings along. <laughs> so I, I took that to mean that uh, you were assisting, you were helping him race. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right, so that's that's uh, advantage on the roll. So that's a 21 guided by the inspired lyrics from Race's song. You managed to yank the bone out of Mickey's foot and he sort of like winces and goes, and there's a moment where you're worried that he might just go bananas on you and slam you with its massive meaty fists. But instead it puts its foot down gingerly on the ground as if testing to see if he can put weight on it. And he puts weight on it and then puts more weight on it and then actually begins walking around normally and then turns and looks at you 
all sorts of blood and gore dripping off of its hideous body and gives you a big hug. Aww. This wow. is the most disgusting hug ever, buddy. It's just still a hug and I'm in hell and they're hard to find. Uh, <laughs> this is why and... we do it. All that pissing is for this moment. And uh, Mickey, put, it, put in a good word for us, Mickey, to the Mad Maggie. Cause you're so fine, you blow my mind. Mickey walks away with like this uh, strut in his step. You know, he's kind of doing the. And um, you see him, him walk past a group of the Red Caps, who all like gather around him again. They're like, "Do the Mickey, do the what? Wait." Why is he not doing the Mickey? What the fuck? Mickey, what the fuck? And they all seem really pissed off that he's not walking around with that limp anymore. Oh God, get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> they all start looking around. They're like, was that you? They point in your direction. Did you do this to Mickey? To <laughs> uh, no, uh, us, we love pain. And then I'm gonna use a deception check. Do you think us, the guys who beat your other friends to death with just our words would do this? Hell no. We hate people who are happy. That's right, we hate happiness. We hate happiness. They look at you quizzically. I'm just gonna roll a single inside check for them. Damn it, if only I was there with my ring of teeth. <laughs> they look at you and they're like, oh, uh, someone broke Mickey! And they all start screaming, no! And they run off. Into I point at one of the... I point at one of them and say, it was that guy right there. Oh, shit. Okay, make another deception Wait, check. Wait, you're short resting, dude. <laughs> oh, uh, you're not I, there. I, I, can, I can say stuff when I'm short resting. <laughs> you can, but you so you went with them? Because I thought they went somewhere. Uh, uh, it looks like, well, they were walking away, but they didn't go anywhere yet. Uh, I'll, I'll let him do it since he's, okay. yeah. So go ahead and make a deception check. I'm trying to pin it on. All right. So you pin it on one of them. It will try to defend itself with its own de deception check. It rolls a two, so a one. They all gather around this one poor red cap that you, you know, threw under the bus, and they kick the shit out of him, believe it or not. So now you have a seventh- I love red caps. <laughs> you have a seventh tooth for your necklace, <laughs> Do Bobby. Shouldn't Lulu be happy that we're doing this? She hates these things. Yeah, no, I mean, she's- She's disappointed in your actions, any actions that you take that could be considered evil. She's like, you boys, this place is getting to you. Uh, I mean, all I did was help a poor skull, floating skull in need. Mickey man, he hit a bone foot. I helped him. Yeah, but now he's gonna be more capable of crushing innocent skulls. You I thought getting it, isn't getting evil things killed, isn't that by definition a good act? Uh, that's a very, that's a very gray area. You're right. I mean, I suppose, but I mean, I'm more, I'm more concerned with what effect it's having on you. If you think that solving, solving your, your issues by killing things, that's not always a good thing. But you know, no judgment here. I'm just, I'm just trying to be a little bit of a moral guide. You know what I'm saying? Still over 47 pounds like the judgment for me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I was captain of the 63rd resident, re regiment. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've killed tens of thousands of creatures. Well, I hope that makes you sleep better at night, Club Jag. 
I really, I surely do. Well, that's good. <sighs> Whatever. As long as we get out of here and get the sword of Zariel and uh, and finally get out of this hellscape. Lulu, are you afraid to get your memories back? You seem like you've just been out of sorts. Is it? I, do you not want to know your past, what you may or may not have done? I do, I do, I really do. But the thing is, the more that I remember, the more I get this feeling of of dread and loss. You know, something not good happened here. I mean, obviously, look what happened to poor Zariel. She used to be such a good, good person, the best person I ever knew, and now she's fallen and turned into a devil. And I just, if that can happen to her, it could much more easily happen to any of you. She looks around, you actually see like tears kind of swelling up in her eyes. She seems genuinely concerned, you know, that you guys could potentially fall just like her best friend did. And it has her very worried. You know what, I can promise you this. Before any of us become a devil, the rest of us will piss in their mouth as we murder them. That's a guarantee. No, race, race. What she's talking about. Oh, oh, oh. You can't solve. You know I'm a kidder. You can't solve evil with more evil. Hey. Here's the thing: destroying evil is good, but you know what's even gooder? Redemption. That's what we should be trying to do. Redemption. All right. Uh, good. We'll keep that in mind, Lulu. Don't worry. You just worry about yourself, Lulu. We don't yeah. want you to, you know, what if you turned evil yeah. or something? That would be bad. You want your memories yeah. back. That's what we you're, want. You're a good egg, Lulu. And don't worry about me. I'm always dealing with gray, sort of amorphous moral areas. I will never dedicate myself fully to evil. That's because bugbears are colorblind. You can only see shades of gray. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> to Bobby, your shield whispers into your mind and says, ignore her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. You're doing what you have to do and you're doing it for good reasons. She's a fool. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell her you said that, but That's thanks fine. for the input. Keeping secrets That's from what... your friends is also a good idea. Yes. It's good to have multiple perspectives on this particular issue. You guys, surprisingly, the shield uh, disagrees with Lulu. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, that's a big friend. Wow. Yeah, I, know. I know. I didn't. Uh, I can't believe it. He's usually really pro Lulu ideas, but I guess everyone changes. So. All right. Yes. Well, this calls for <laughs> this calls for a drink. Everybody, Chris Fail is back again and it's says race earned gentleman. everyone a shot just about the most epic bard ever mad props dion damn straight well, no. everybody pour them up thank you for listening to rated rpg baldur's gate descent into avernus subscribe to rated rpg wherever you get your podcasts podbean spotify google podcasts apple podcasts and elsewhere Many thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to join them, the address is patreon.com slash rated RPG. Follow us on Twitter at rated RPG podcast. And for rated RPG live streams, check out twitch.tv slash game society pimps. On behalf of everyone at the gaming table, thank you for listening to the rated RPG podcast. <laughs>